mean, it's no Blair Witch Project. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I saw it in the theater a couple it times. It sucks. I hate that movie. I like that movie. <laughs> it's like the it's that's that's top five worst movies I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, I hate that movie. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, I was so annoyed with it, especially. I saw it know, in the theater twice. Did you know going in? Did you see the day it came out? No. So you knew that it was like you know the people that went in and thought yeah. it was real. You knew it wasn't that, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, when you were like, you know, I know that like you wouldn't have thought it was real, real, but trying to, we can hear, yep, we can hear that. <laughs> People talking about, uh, you know, when they thought it was a found footage movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I was, I thought that was a cool idea, but it's just like shaky cam that nothing happens in <laughs> and nothing is scary. It just does not do it for me. Yeah. Um, I also hated. I went and saw that Paranormal Activity movie. No, I never saw that. And wanted to. I wanted to jump out of a window. That's like movie cartoon. Theaters, movie theaters don't have a lot of w- windows. Uh, no, it's Paranorman. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Paranormal Activity, same thing. It's like a. It's a found footage movie where it's like this house is haunted or something. Uh huh. But it's it's stupid. Yeah. But people love it. It made like a five hundred billion dollars or something. That's a lot of money. I know. And then they ma- they made like five of the movies, which I'm also like that. That also ruins it. Like. You're going to pretend like it's real and then you're going to make five of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's suspension of disbelief, right? Sure. But I don't like I don't watch any of that stuff. The only ones like I watch some of the Final Destination ones. Yeah. But those aren't really scary. No. Um, and then. Yeah, I just I think I watch like I said, when I was in high school, I watched Candyman and that movie scared the crap out of me. Yeah. And then I just. I guess we've started the podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, audio struggles continue. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we watched a movie this week. <laughs> we did. We you did. should do this thing where we just plug your microphones right into the computer and start talking to it and it just magically works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then I can't do this. <laughs> fuck you, Rick. Oh, you can't hear it anyway, so fine. <laughs> it's Man, a, that's fuck too bad. you, Rick. <laughs> You could just do, yeah. you could just do all the drops. Just do the voices. Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> Always Brian's turn to talk. Just do that. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. you anyway the first time. When's the first <laughs> time you showed yourself? A, tricked a lady into touching your magic sword. <laughs> trouble in Chinatown. I heard that one. Wait, big is that? I said Big Trouble in Chinatown. That's yeah. not a movie. <laughs> well, there was Big Trouble in Chinatown, but sure. two movies put together. We watched a movie. We that did. That movie was A Nightmare on Elm Street. A nightmare, for sure. <laughs> I don't understand this movie. Okay. okay. What was are, real? Are we, are we getting into this movie? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. None of us had time to do trivia this week. It's been a short week since our last episode. Right. Right. Um, so maybe we should just jump in because maybe there's enough to talk about. And we'll just keep this like a relatively short comparative episode to some of the others we've done. Right. Sure. 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 So this movie probably isn't as good as the one Rick said we should have watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Is that not to say that, that. Uh, <laughs> you don't think there's many movies that are worse than this movie? 
I'm not I'm not going that far because like for what it for what it is, I don't know, it's interesting. But like can one of you guys walk me through the plot of this movie? Sure. Okay. Um a uh child murderer no nope. has been murdered. Okay. Okay. We okay. Don't you know that, do but chron- we don't know that. Chron- I want no, you to- but you want it chronologically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want just the plot, you want the story from beginning to end. Sure. Uh, a bunch of teenagers start having nightmares uh-huh. and they start dying in their dreams. Right. They discover that the murderer is someone who used to do murderous things on their block. Right. And he's after the children of the parents who killed him. For murdering children. Yes. Yeah. Because he got off on a technicality, I think they said, right? Like, uh, yeah, they said the search lawyers warrant got or rich something. and the, yeah, and the judge right. got famous right. and someone forgot to sign the search warrant. Okay. So then they took a lot of their own hands and murdered it, burned him alive. Okay. And then he wants to get his revenge and he likes killing kids. Yeah. But, but he went to teenagers. I don't know why he did that. Sure. But they're faster. Also, more palatable to none, of them actually, none of them actually died in their dreams until they actually died. Well, this is, this, it's perpetuating that old urban myth that was around in the eighties where, Oh, if you die in your dreams and you die for real, you know? So it's like kind of a play on that idea. Okay. Right. And then now none of them actually died at all in the movie. Uh, I think they all, I think, <laughs> I mean, just I, I mean, to I think be they clear. actually do. Well, why do you think they all didn't die? Because the last part of the end of the because movie, because at the end she says, this is all a dream. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take all my friends and my mom back and take away all the power I gave you. He lunges at her and disappears. And then she walks out on the foggy day. All of her friends are alive and her mom's alive. But that car is, is Freddie's outfit, right? They get locked in it. Uh-huh. He pulls the mom back in. I think it's all another dream. Okay. So it's like, a, so we got so to get all, to the sequel. So it's all it's still like another dream. Inception yeah. 3.0. Sure. So, so we never know if anything has ever actually happened in this movie or if it has all been dreams and is still a dream at the end. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you will find in the future movies, some, I don't can't remember. I got, it's been so long, but I got to go back and think about it. But Nancy is still around in other movies, but she's the only character that progresses through this. Okay. Okay. So the mom doesn't make it. I, I mean, I hope not because she's the worst actress she's I've ever real seen. Bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've yeah. watched some porns with better acting. Than <laughs> I did. One of I did love. I do love at the end of the movie though, when she's like, "I'm going to quit drinking. I just don't want to do it anymore." <laughs> like she's I like, like every alcoholic has ever said. Yeah, eighties alcoholism. I'm just not going to do just, it anymore. You know, I feel good. I feel like I had you know a good rest. I've, and, I've had my fill. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Lots of eighties alcoholics have said that the next morning. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right before they got killed. Uh yeah, this was weird. Um it was also weird because like the idea that it seemed like they were trying to make was that, you know, he could make things happen in your dreams. And then they have like with her like shirt being ripped in the morning and the burn on the Nancy's mm-hmm. arm and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? But then like when she's in the bathtub and the claw like comes up between her legs in the bathtub, she's not actually asleep yet. She's just like drowsy and he's like physically there. Right. Well, I think, uh, I think the idea well, is that or she's dozy. Yeah. That he, he lives in that area between 
Well, okay. not yeah, all the way up until where you lose consciousness. Not maybe. But she's where saying you're fully she can, asleep. She, she can grab a hold of something and wake up and bring it into the world. But I mean, I'm not trying to like, defend the logic of this movie. Right. Okay. Good. So that's going to come, and that you got to know that stuff because it comes up later on in the series, like. Um, during Freddy's dead, the final nightmare, it's not the last one of them, but that's the main one (laughs) where he died. Um, is like, that's the whole crux of that is grab him, bring him to the real world. And then you can kill him. Right. Which that was the other thing that was weird too, is like, he decides it's fun to like chop off his fingers and shoot green slime. Like he said, I don't know. And you can't do that on television. And like, (laughs) To like slice open his stomach and show her the maggots and green goo inside of his stomach. But then like she pulls him to the real world and that, oh, that hammer hurts, you know? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so what I was, I think I told you this maybe on the podcast or maybe in real life. I'm not sure. What I find funny about this movie is like, I rewatched this again. This is probably, you know, I've seen this movie 20 times. Um, Why? Uh, because... Because when I was a kid, I liked it because it was Freddie was cool when I, in the nineties. Okay, and that's. Do you remember how big Freddie was? No, like you know who Freddie is, right? I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, you you know that like, this guy uh, yeah. exists. If you say Freddie Freddy Krueger, I the guy know with the burn face and the knife fingers. Well, I I was I I knew that kind of, but like I get him confused with the guy in the hockey mask. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. So F- Freddie, Jason, and Michael Myers are those guys. Wait, which the, one's Michael Myers? The William Shatner mask? Mm, nope, I don't the know. The white mask. He's he's from Halloween. Okay. Anyway, John Carpenter, who we know you like. Sure. <laughs> the director that made No, I know. Escape from Yeah. Okay. Big trouble, you know, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh Anyway, Freddie was like I mean, have you ever heard Nightmare on My Street by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? No. <laughs> Freddy's in it. I mean, he's in the song. Like, there was also, I think there was a Freddy album at one point. Like, he had his own album. He has a video, music videos. He used to be on commercials. That dude, yeah, like, no, it was big everything. in pop culture. Yeah. Um, and what I think about these movies is I've seen all of them, and they have varying degrees of quality. Because Wes Craven didn't make all of them, I don't think. Like he might only made the first one, and then the Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which is like one of the last, like the last one. And uh, what I think about these movies is the quality of the movie. Uh, I thought it went down, but the first one's not very good either. The quality does go down further, <laughs> but the 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 character of Freddy goes up, and he's way more fun to watch because he's, he has lines, he has jokes. He makes references like, okay. Yeah. His, his dialogue was pretty basic in this. It was just like, I'm going to get you. And right. Yeah. Well, and right. then the no, weird thing with his like, like arms stretching to both ends of the out, like it was yeah, just, right. it was hokey and weird for sure. Right. It, but it, it's like, it was like Beetlejuice hokey, right? Like, I don't know. I've never seen that. <sighs> okay. Put it on the list. <laughs> we'll get, to, put it on the list. Um, <laughs> like there's a scene in Freddy's dead. Uh, when he's trying to, he's controlling this kid who's a big video game kid, and he puts on his glove and goes, "I got the power glove," <laughs> and he's like playing a video game, making him hop up and down and hit his head on the ceiling, and that's how he kills him. That's the kind of stuff that starts happening in this movie. Okay, like Robert England really takes Freddy as his own, and that's what makes it fun. But 
you also have to be like, it's not really scary anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but, but this wasn't, this wasn't scary. I didn't, I mean, it again, like it was, it was gross at times. Right. Like, sure. But it was still like, like when all of that blood just shoots out of the bed, like, yeah, oh. it's a lot though. <laughs> like a right. lot. And then it's like starts dripping through the floor. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, that's, it's just, what I want to know is, it's shooting from the bed up and pooling on the ceiling. At what point does it start to drip down? Right, yeah. <laughs> when did gravity decide it was going to, like, kick back in on this right. blood? <laughs> but what kind of movie, though? Okay, we, we talk about, we've talked about this before. We watched Chainsaw, I think. There's between a horror and a thriller. Yeah. Right? And maybe even, like, a murder mystery. A know, slasher like, pick. I, yeah. Slasher movie. Yeah. What kind of movie, as a grown forty-year-old man, is going to scare you? I mean, a there's... movie about taxes, <laughs> insurance fraud. <laughs> That's nothing to joke about. <laughs> um, the, I mean, there there are times when I will watch something and I okay, I did jump at the end. I I was not expecting he how quickly startled. his arm came out to grab the mom, mm. like, and then it was super weird the way he sucked her through the window, <laughs> um, right. uh, pull that scarecrow through the window, um, <laughs> right? But but I did jump there, um, okay. but there wasn't any other like real like tense or like right. intense moments. So, but but I think tense moments come from thrillers. Yeah, more than they come from. I guess I like that better. Oh yeah, Um, sure, but that's a whole different genre. Yeah, it's it's more psychological, better better genre. What is what is Scream? Better. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a is it a thriller or a horror? I I mean, it's more of the comedy horror, right? I mean, and it's it's self aware, funny. Yeah, it's 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 almost parody. Uh, the first one, yes. Don't you think? Because they're they're talking about it, and they're like they're talking about like, oh, I'll be back, or I'm going to the garage alone. Yeah. Like they're they're. But then when when Ghostface shows up, it's like a thing, right? And he is kind of scary, and became an iconic and there, murderer, right? And there are some jump moments in that too, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But it also like really, I don't know. It, it it's a mixture of the two, and like. I don't know. Matthew Lillard makes it funny, right? Yeah. Okay. So, reason I keep talking about Freddy's dead is because um, I forgot the part that when they go into the dream world and pull him out, the way they can remember they're in the dream world is if they put on a pair of 3D glasses. Hmm. And the reason that is in the movie is because that was a signal of put on your 3D glasses in the movie theater and the rest of the movie is going to be in 3D. <laughs> right. Okay. And I saw this movie in the theater in 3D. This first one? In, no. no. No, Freddy's, Freddy's Dead. dead okay. When In 1991, when I was 11. Cool. Seems super young. Yeah, you were watching movies you should not have been watching. <laughs> right. But I remember this in the theater. It, this it explains like, a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that... Go into that movie, though, didn't see... I mean, it seems weird now, but it also didn't seem weird. And I don't think... Like, I wasn't the only 11-year-old in this movie theater in the 90s. Right. 
just what it's what we did. And this movie had been it's the same premise. It's haunting dreams, killing people, but like they do corny things. There's not a lot of there's so much gore, it's unreal. It's it's just like Yeah, but jokey. it's that it's that uh corn syrup gore, right? Just like Yeah. Splashing Freddy in never Freddie never scared me. And that's the thing. So I don't know when I saw the first one, but I saw Freddy's Dead in the theater at 11. I knew who Freddie was. Yeah. I'm sure I had seen a bunch of the other ones. So um, having not I, been exposed to a bunch of horror in my movie watching career, watching this after Texas Chainsaw, I was like, oh, this is fun. Texas right, Chainsaw no. was not fun. Right, exactly. I could, I could, even though I didn't, necessarily like this movie i could appreciate it for what it was and it was done way better than texas oh Chainsaw yeah massacre way i mean, I mean higher budget they, not even sure. not even in the same stratosphere you know what would be interesting is to watch another one of these movies sometime mm-hmm. but i think what we could do because there's two men there's there's like right, we're not gonna watch them all yeah there's six actual movies and then there's wes craven's new nightmare and I think if you skipped all the other ones and watched Wes Craven's New Nightmare, you might find it interesting. But mm. you wouldn't. You got to get some love for Freddy. Like you should watch like the real shitty ones. I, but I ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> no. Nope. Wes Craven's New Nightmare is a pretty good. You know movie how long our list. Nancy. You know how long our list is. <laughs> it's longer than my. Well, well it's long. <laughs> well, it's long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice Ocean's Eleven reference there. Yes. <laughs> um, one anyway, of the movies we'll I've about. seen. <laughs> We'll talk about some more uh, Nightmare on Elm Street at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was, it was interesting and it did like, it was some interesting concepts with the dreams and the different like ways he appeared and stuff like right. that. Right. And, and I also, like in, in 1984, I, this had to be like the first time where you're talking about like dreams crossing over and going into dreams and changing shit in dreams and then dreams interacting in real life. It was kind of a new concept. I, I was watching this movie tonight and um, I was like, man, that kid looks familiar. Like, Johnny Depp. I, I feel like, I feel like I know him from something. And my daughter was like walking by and I said it out loud. I was like, where do I know that kid from? And she was like, who Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, kid. Oh yeah, that's who that is. That plucky young kid. Maybe he'll have this, a big career someday. This was the first movie he was ever in. Huh? Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know for sure, but it has to be up there. According to IMDb, it is. Okay. Well, okay. then I'll take that as uh, the truth. Yeah. I did see something about yeah, so. um, the people that were like up for that role was just like the who's who of everybody in the world. He just happened to win the, yeah. you know, I all mean, the like he, leading guys from the mid 80s. He might have had the best line in the movie. Which one? Oh. Morality sucks. <laughs> He's like yeah. sitting there, like morality sucks. <laughs> I also liked when he was talking to Nancy, and he's just like, "Haven't you ever heard of how the whoever he said how they dream?" And it's like, no, like what? No, like I has. study about dreams with some tribe in some other or, country, or, or, or like at the Dream Research Center, the like yeah, doctor scientist guy, and 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 the mom's like. What are dreams? He's like, it's just this no magic one knows. that comes from the body. <laughs> no, no one, one knows. knows. Yes. <laughs> he's, a, he's a doctor of dreams. <laughs> yes. I study body magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, you know, Kevin Bacon is in the first uh, Friday the 13th movie, which is Jason. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. if you really got into these, we could watch all of both. And then we could watch no, Freddy versus Jason. This doesn't <laughs> seem fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. I could see like watching this on Halloween with a bunch of people and having it like yeah. on in the background at a Halloween party. Yeah. Like, it's, I that's think why it's when that I said I've thing, seen it so many right? times, it's because of that. Right. I think yeah. it's weird too. That every time we pick these movies, there's always like a weird, like, like I'm like, Oh, Nancy's dad's guy from Beverly Hills cop three that we just watched two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I liked, okay. But I also liked when like, she is getting ready. Like she, she yells at her dad through her like cage house that her mom has made that she like can't get out of, which is a great idea in this situation Um, to her dad who her mom and dad are divorced apparently. Right. Like I think he's just at work a lot. Well, but, but he says to the other guy when he's like investigating the puddle blood murder of Johnny Depp, which is across the street. Right. He yeah. says, he says, keep an eye on my daughter's house. And she comes up with the plan. I'm going to go to sleep for, I need you to come break down the door in exactly 20 minutes. Cause that will give me time to go to sleep, enter the dream and pull him out. And then she proceeds to home alone her house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that, right. And, and how does she have time to create a bomb out of shotgun shells and, well, and, was it a dream? And though? it's all still within the twenty. It's all still within the twenty-minute timeline to go to sleep. In a dream, though, you have time to do everything. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then she she pulls Freddy out. She breaks the window. She starts screaming bloody murder as all these children are getting murdered. And that police officer across the street just like stands there in the yard for a while watching her. And like the third time she comes out of a different window and screams, he's here, he's in the house. He's trying to kill me. He's like, maybe I should go get the Lieutenant. (laughs) The the cops are so stupid. Like there's that scene when Johnny Depp, they're like, they're like, Oh, like you don't even got to go up there. Just bring a mop. It's like, Okay, do cops talk like this all the time? <laughs> no, he's got it's because they're bringing in the stretcher from the ambulance. He goes, Yeah, you don't need a stretcher, you need a mop, <laughs> right? Yeah, what, what is this, Tommy Boy? There's also you guys over there puking his guts, guts out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> here comes the meat wagon. Wee-oo, wee-oo. All right, do you validate so, Tommy Boy? <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Oh shoot! I was—I <laughs> forgot to tease our opening. I was going to be like, "Welcome to a very special episode of the Miseducation of Sheltered Bill with special guest Rob Lowe." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, we had—we had to bump him because we're short on time and Ryan's battery is dying. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry to Rob Lowe. We'll get you next time. Yep, exactly. He could be our—he could be our Matt uh, Damon, Lindsay, or Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Oh, uh, from what's up with that? What's mm-hmm. up with that? The skit yeah, from he, Saturday Night Live. They always have Lindsay Buckingham. They wouldn't let him talk. Oh, and then yeah, they... I I like that skit. Well, you should remember. I it like then. Jason Sudeikis in that skit. Yep. <laughs> so riddle me this, gentlemen. Why does she, uh, the mom in the story, have okay. this glove jammed up inside of an old furnace? Why does she have it? I mean, why is it there? 
what is the point of that whole, like, taking her down to the basement, going down, and then she kneels down and tells the whole story, and then reaches up in there and grabs a glove? Why? It's a waste of my time. Because when you kill people, you like to keep souvenirs. But I don't understand. Did are we to believe that when he was killing the children, he was also using the glove blade thing? Yes. 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 Then yeah. how come we that's, see that's, him making it at the beginning? So that's like the beginning of his beginning. I guess. I, I was know. always under the impression before I watched this movie that he actually had finger knives, not that he had just made a glove. No, you know what? There's there is a point in one of the movies where he will grow them out of his hand at one point. Like like Wolverine so, style, yeah. Because well, he's could do anything he wants, right? Edward Scissorfingers. I guess it's just a uh, dream. <laughs> yeah, it was all a dream. Doesn't know that reference. No, he doesn't. Um, so then, also in nineteen eighty four, in a school, high school, middle school, however old these kids were, did you know anyone that drove a fifties <laughs> Cadillac? I don't, well, I don't okay. think they were in middle school. Well, whatever. In, in high that, school. In, yeah, they, they don't drive in middle school. And in 1984, I definitely didn't know anybody because I was four. Well, <laughs> do you think also, that a Cadillac convertible from the 50s is a reasonable car for someone of that age to be driving? Well, I'm well, sorry. Do you to, think a kid from this, like today, would be driving a 90s car? But no, that's different. Why is that different? Is it? It's 30 it years different. old. Yeah, it's, it's 30, 30 years year old, old but car. also the price difference has gotten a lot different. Uh, well, maybe not then, though. You think about how much a car, like, you think if you would about, like, let's say, let's say to the 70s, mm-hmm. to even the 80s. Like, you think a kid in 1985 could easily be driving, like, a cool, like, Chevy Nova or, you know, that kind of stuff that, or even, like, a 442 well, well, or a GTO, because they... The price now is out of control, but back then, I don't think it was as crazy. No, it wasn't, but also, like, a Cadillac, a Cadillac, yeah. was crazy expensive. And it always sure. was crazy expensive. What, like 10 sure. grand? Well, yeah, when you could but, get something else for, like, a grand or less. I just thought I, that I was a, a weird choice, that they were driving a convertible Cadillac. I'm I'm always curious each week to see what strange odd detail Riot has a problem with from the movie. <laughs> well, I actually I did this not like because... the bongo drums in that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they used the side screen wipe to transition into the second act. Um, what bothers me bothers did... me, Bill. And a lot of times the car did you bother, bother me, me also. So... I was bothered by the car, but I also have been thinking about this a lot because it happens in that's a, it seems like a movie trope. Someone always has like a either like a too yeah. cool of a car for them mm-hmm. or a car that you're just like, it makes no sense. Right. Or mm-hmm. like, have you ever noticed that? And maybe this was a thing. I just don't remember it. Every, every movie that has like a badass uh metalhead, you know, those guys, mm-hmm. that trope of a character, yeah. leather jacket, badass. He always has a big like, jacked up pickup truck. Like a, he's always got a blazer, or you know, that's always right. that guy's Just, car. It's that guy, right? And then, you know, you no one ever has shitty cars. No, it, like maybe like better off dead. It's well, it's also interesting because I don't think there was ever a gathering of friends that I was at in high school where there were car, no cars with dents in them. 
You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Someone with a bumper hanging off or a broken head. You never see that in movies. Yeah. But I think you also had this. It was, I think that cars back then were, it was, you know, you could find, you could get your parents' old car out of their garage that wasn't worth $50,000 like it is now. Well, yeah. And I think that's kind of my point is that, like, people bought new cars more often. So hand me down cars were more of a thing. But, yeah. Hand-me-down Cadillacs weren't a thing. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so, can I point out one other thing I had a problem with with this movie? Sure. Okay. Let's let's look at the way people die in this movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, the first girl just, like, gets pulled up into the ceiling as she's being disemboweled by Freddy. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the mom gets like burned alive and then like sucked into the like vortex of the bed. Yep. yep. Right. Uh, Johnny Depp gets a, you know, waterfall of gravity defying blood. Right. You, you one see, guy gets you, hung in his jail. Cell. Right. Yeah. Yes. You see where I'm going here? Like, that's the, that's the one that you're like, this doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Right. That he's being hung. Like, the only reason he's being killed this way is to like make the police not believe that Freddy Krueger is real to make this like plausible that maybe he did this to himself. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, which is so out of character for every other way he kills everyone else in this movie. Right. Like that's not part of it. That's not part of what he's doing. And then, which brings me to like, the other interesting thing that that I noticed, like this is probably my Cadillac, Ryan. Okay. Is that um the the guy in the jail cell is Catholic. They're they're like all Catholic in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right, because they have the crucifix and they're saying that. Right, right. Because because Protestants keep crosses, but they don't have Jesus on the cross. That's right. a Catholic right, thing. Right, right, is right, the right. crucifix, right? Um and you would never have a Catholic priest doing a funeral on the church grounds for someone who had committed suicide. That that would be an absolute no-no. So, like, that is, like, a huge, like... So, this, that is, is definitely the, your Cadillac. Because <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah. Like... I'm I'm just like this this would never happen. Like they made a big deal about like Right, about how he said, that, Oh, he's you can't throw any stones and hopefully you rest in peace and all this. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A Catholic priest is never gonna do that ceremony for that kid who like hung himself in his jail cell because well, they they're yeah, so ostensibly, like, like as far as they yeah. know, he hung himself. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Did yeah. not my know that. Cadillac is probably <laughs> That, you know, so you talk about these different deaths. And I think that what it comes down to is Wes Craven showing off and being like, look, we can make her go up on the ceiling and we can do this, mm-hmm. like, you know, this special effects we're going to use mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But they, I think they, it was cool the first time when Freddie is coming out of that wall. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, yeah. Then, and, then, and then she, and then she hangs the crucifix on it. But then they did yeah. that like two more times. Right. right. And I'm like, you shouldn't have overused that. It was cool once. But let's just like, so kill that back a notch. Mm-hmm. So I forget when when did Ghostbusters come out? Eighty four, eighty pretty, maybe the same year. I'm not sure because I feel like the special effects in this movie were of the same era, but 
Yeah. Lower budget, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters was a well, huge this movie, movie only cost like $1.1 million to make. Right. And it made $56 million, right. So that's pretty right. good. Yeah. That's why it was such a big deal, right? I mean, right. that's why they made so many of them. Well, right. I mean, that Especially was the golden when, age. When of... Beverly Hills Cop uh, cost $300 million to, I mean, Beverly Hills Cop 3 cost $300 million to make and also made $56 million. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a long time later. Right. Yeah. Well, eighty four uh, was Beverly Hills Cop one. Right? Yeah. Right. And it cost twelve million to make. Right. Yeah. Or they 13? Made, yeah. They made three three hundred million on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters came out in nineteen eighty four. Also. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, because it feels like that stretching cloth, like reaching out, um, special effect was in Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters as well, not Ghostbusters 2, yeah. Ghostbusters 1 yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, um, It's interesting because you think about these three movies that came out in the same year that we've watched this year mm-hmm. on the podcast, right? Yeah. So Beverly Hills Cop 1, Ghostbusters, and like these are all movies that then had multiple sequels to them, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, not like Freddy. Well, sure, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know. Um, and then... Like they're just very different movies, and like I look at it and I go, "Huh?" For for coming out at the same time, like I would definitely much rather have seen Beverly Hills Cop in the theater than either of the other two. You know, it's such a weird, it's such a weird year too. Because like, here's what movies came out in 1984. There's a few of them. Yeah. So Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Children of the Corn, Sixteen Candles, mm. one, one of the Friday the Thirteenth, Gremlins. Oh, I've seen that one. That's the first one you've named I've seen. Uh, Dune, um, Police Academy. There's just like, yeah. oh, wait. All the different kinds oh. of movies that were coming out. Meatballs Part 2. Okay, so. Meatballs. That, which, let's, let, that harkens back to a conversation that we had last week, right? Uh, Ryan, you were, you were about to drop some Dune knowledge, which Rick just brought up. Right, yeah, Dune. Uh, I heard it recently. Heard uh, Karate Kid also, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for derailing that. I, I wish my drops were working because... Because um, <laughs> it's definitely Ryan's turn to talk. Um, yeah, no, I'd heard a interview with Denis Villeneuve, the uh, director of the new Dune movie, talking about what we've kind of been talking about the last couple weeks, about how viewing a movie in a theater creates a different experience for the for the viewer. And his point was it's kind of like watching a live stream or something where you have to you can't pause it. You can't get up. If you have to go to the bathroom, you're going to miss something. There's there's consequences to your inattentiveness, right? You have mm-hmm. to be engaged and it makes it a higher level of engagement because you know you can't repeat it. You know you can't come back. This, that guy's full of shit. <laughs> Like, I mean, okay. he is French. No, but I, I understand. I under no, okay. I I understand the sentiment of that. But like, have I'm sure you guys have been in a movie theater before. Uh huh. Nobody has any etiquette anymore. There's people in there taking pictures of the screen. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I know what oh, you're you saying. Oh, you haven't. Have Have you ever received a text message of a picture of a movie screen? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not not last week when last no one week, saw yes, but before that, Shot no. of the Dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People are people are texting. People are talking. People's candy wrappers are making noises. Like it's just yeah, but no, 
that's that's the point though is judgment. that you're, There's you can't pause it. Teenagers being dicks. Yeah. Okay, sure you can't pause it, but I can't hear it either. Well, and that's I mean, I've never had a problem with needing to ask a movie theater to turn it up. Um, <laughs> right. I, but I think Ryan, to that point, like it also puts more pressure on the movie maker too, right? Because yeah, 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 the yeah. movie that I, the movie that I can pause or that I can like check my fantasy football lineup while I'm watching, yeah. um, I'm not going to be as irritated if it isn't as good, right? The movie that I paid fifteen dollars to go it. see and that I have to sit there and that I can't pause and that I have to sit through the whole thing, well, if yeah, it sucks I mean, or drags, I'm going to be more critical so, of that film. I do agree about the pausing things, but what it makes, what it means is just like, don't do that. You know, we found there's been some movies that I've watched where, um, especially like a comedy or kind of anything, even like kind of most movies, if you pause them and you wait a few hours or the, till the next day to come back to it, it, it's not as good as watching it Mm -hmm. as a whole. That's how I've had to watch half of these movies at my office. You know, I was going to yeah. say, and, um, which you also though. can't go to the theater and watch it at two times speed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was going to um, say too, that, so, that watching movies for this podcast, uh, I've not watched movies in this way before where it's like, Oh, I have to get it done. Watching movies has always right. been like an entertainment, right? Like, Oh, it used I'm gonna... to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite saying that, but I am kind of saying that like, Oh, there's a, you have to multitask a little bit more to be able to mm-hmm. live your life and get all the things done you need to get done and also watch a specific movie in a specific amount of time. So Yeah, but how about this, though? If you were going to sit down and you had no one telling you what movie to watch, how long do you sit and scroll through Netflix and Hulu <laughs> to find something that you're, that you're like, oh, I want to watch this right now? Yeah, and but that's... I think you spend a third of your life in your bed and another third of your life scrolling through screens to pick a movie. Oh, yeah, but you know, that's one of those things like tonight or I mean earlier this evening, I actually funny that you were just talking about Dune. Like I want to watch the new Dune movie, right? And I Well, do you like the do you like the old Dune movie? I've never movie? seen the old one, but Neither I I, I. want to watch the new one and I probably would have, but I had to watch you know, a nightmare on Elm street for the podcast. Yeah. But also the flip side of that is I'm watching movies that I wouldn't have sat down and watched. Right. I would have like, Oh, I've seen that before. I saw it a year ago. I don't need to watch that again. There's new shit I should watch. Right. But being forced to watch some stuff, um, like, uh, Shaun of the dead comes to mind. I wouldn't have chosen to watch that now. If we didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't do it for the podcast, and I really liked it. I had a good time watching it. So, I mean, yeah. that is the flip side. But having having the obligation to go and watch a movie changes the way you watch that movie. Either for way, sure. for good or for bad. Yeah, yeah. I, but so I think some people too. People think that you need to watch movies in the theater. They talk about you know you want to see it on the big screen, and I think they talk about because of the special effects and stuff. And I was like, that doesn't enhance my movie watching that's like i don't think that if i go watch uh iron man in the theater it's better than watching it at home well yeah we now i mean screen tv when you have a and, 70 inch tv and good sound and yada 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 right. in my own bathroom and nobody bothering right. me and i also i have a problem in my life where i judge people hmm. in the movie theater yes. 
Yes. Uh, oh, not just and, in and, the theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, have you ever been in a movie? So there's certain directors where some people like them just because of who they are. Like Wes Anderson. I feel. Okay, yes, exactly. <laughs> Edgar, Wes Anderson. Edgar Wright. Uh, maybe, but especially Wes Anderson. And I think that that's a, um, I bet Bill loves Wes Anderson movies. I, or he thinks he does. Did he Rush do Freddy? Moore, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he did. Did he do Freddy? <laughs> Wouldn't, can you imagine Nightmare on Elm Street made by Wes Anderson? What? Who? Wait, who? Who was it made by? Uh-huh. Wes Craven. Okay, Wes Craven. So but who's like, Wes Anderson? Okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> Think about Freddy, like, walking around to that weird-ass hipster music. He's already wearing a sweater. Right? He's just right? Hipster music, and he's like, wow, wow. Yeah, wow. wow. Wes Anderson made the Grand Budapest Hotel, Royal Tenenbaum, I Rushmore, seen it. I seen it. Uh, Darjeeling Limited. I haven't seen it. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, I bet you love that. That is good. And uh, uh, Isle, Rush, Rushmore, Island of Dogs. Yes, Life Aquatic. I've seen Isle of Dogs. Okay, this is so weird. Life Aquatic. Uh, I, yeah, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Okay, Bill hasn't seen any Wes Craven movies except the cartoons. Wes Anderson, uh, probably the Wes Anderson movies besides the cartoons. Okay, so wait, no, I think I have because if I'm you see Bottle Rocket, no, I have seen Moonrise Kingdom. Yep. Yep, okay. that's him. Yeah, I, I like that one. one. I've seen that a couple times. He's gonna love yeah. all these movies. Yeah, I know. But there's all a new one like coming that. out. They're all yeah, the French Dispatch. I think it came out this week. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. But I don't. I don't. I. The thing is about him is people laugh. I. I know you're gonna say that I'm an asshole and I'm elitist for this, but people laugh at his jokes. Yes, and yes. Just because they think they're supposed to. Hmm. They don't all. They don't all think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, not everybody thinks his jokes are funny. His quirkiness is what makes. I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike the movies. I've liked. You know, them. it's funny <laughs> when you said that. You know what immediately came to my mind? What those old Folgers commercials where they're like, "We've replaced this fancy restaurant's coffee with <laughs> Folgers yeah. instant exactly. yeah. right?" <laughs> and then people are like, "What?" <laughs> like they're complimenting the coffee and they don't realize it's actually shitty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're just supposed I think they did that they're with just Bur- supposed to like it because it's fancy. I think Burger King did that recently too. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a Burger King burger. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, they're like, like kind of you, dunking wait, on themselves. Wait, what's, <laughs> yeah, a, what's right. a whopper? I've yeah. never heard yeah. of this. Right. Um, hey guys, we should probably take a quick break and then come back and wrap up Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure. Okay. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Okay. And we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey. What was that exhale? It is uh, getting late, and I am ready to go to dreamland. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, what's going to (laughs) happen? Probably nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, this Ambien says nothing is going to happen in my dreamland. 
<laughs> not if, from what I've heard about Ambien, that is not true. <laughs> Ambien's the one where you can wake up halfway down the block in your pajamas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like Nightmare on Elm Street. So, Maybe that's Lun- Lunestra. No, it is. It, it's Ambien's Ambien. okay. go ahead. super weird. Um, no, but Rick, you were talking about if Wes Anderson made a horror movie... Saturday Night Live did the sketch of where the, they did a spoof of Wes Anderson doing Scream. Oh, really? Yeah, and <laughs> with Luke back. Wilson. That sounds familiar. I have to go look at it. Yeah, with Luke Wilson. It was. It's pretty funny. Actually, yeah, no, it's Edward I, Norton I, playing Luke Wilson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That sounds good. Wow. 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 Okay, guys. I was really disappointed. Wait, aren't uh, you guys listen. doing Owen Wilson and saying Luke Wilson? What did you say? I said, said Luke, Ed- but I meant he, Owen. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, but, but I knew what he meant yeah. because it's Owen's wham, in these movies also. Wham. But yeah. the other day, Owen Wilson hosted Saturday Night Live. Right. And Melissa Villasenor didn't do a sketch as Owen Wilson with Owen Wilson. It was super annoying. <laughs> she does a great Owen Wilson. Right. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, guys. we should probably get to the clamometer. <laughs> All right, we did it. Yeah. We're here. This is yeah. our short episode. I like that clamometer. I, I want the new drop to just be, I say we should get to the clomometer, and Ryan slaps himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and let's do it live. Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> All right. So, last week, we were guessing what Bill thought of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was last I, week. You know, it's weird. I wrote that I got Ryan's here. I wrote Bill's score, but I meant mine. Yeah. I, I, I called you me. Okay. That <laughs> tracks. <laughs> who am i my wife um ryan said you were gonna like this a 5.5 <laughs> and i said a nine are these degrees. those are the worst <laughs> scores you've ever predicted yeah yep right yep yeah uh that's it's so funny because while i didn't love this movie i i could appreciate it for what it was and i didn't hate it the way i have absolutely hated some movies i thought we were getting a peewee no bump. this is not this is not a peewee bump um, i'm smelling teens but that's what freddie says <laughs> <laughs> i actually decided to give this movie a 39.5 interesting Whoa. yeah yeah um ag- oh, again wow. i i mean i think that puts it in the area of some other movies that i didn't like but that I could appreciate were trying to be something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that puts it in the realm of like a good, the bad, and the ugly, and a gone with the wind. A polished well, turd is right, still a turd. Yeah. It puts it right under Captain Ron. Okay. And above 40 year old virgin. Ugh. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, oh. Ugh. That doesn't sit right with me. No, here's the movies that you have. Don't, but d- better don't than. compare it to comedies. What what else do I have around it? Uh, the French Connection. Okay. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Okay. I, Boogie Nights. Uh-huh. Jesus. Beverly Hills Cop Three. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, every, yeah. every stuff yeah. at the very I, bottom. I, I'm I'm fine with that. I think that's I think that's good. And then above it, you have Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Days of Confused. That's about it. But yeah. yeah but the comedies is where it gets weird because it's like. You know, forty old virgin. Well, he would cat. I think we're Caddy finding all that underneath. it's just Bill's taste in comedy is different than we think it's it is. Very refined. Not that. <laughs> That's not what we think. I mean, um, my favorite comedies aren't 
comedies. Right. They're, they're, they're right. funny movies. <laughs> uh, you know what Bill's going to like? Oh, wow. Wes Anderson movies. Wow. <laughs> um, so, Have you ever seen Election, Bill? No. Okay. So we need to figure out what we're doing next. Okay. So, yes. Let's go to the... <laughs> Anyway, guess what, of what, what movie we're gonna watch? What movie we're gonna watch? Next. We're gonna guess what movie we're gonna watch. Yeah, uh, I think Ryan said he had an idea. I today. think he did. I did have an idea. Um, I think we should watch the new Dune. Nice. What about the old Dune? I hear it sucks. No. But here, has have you guys seen the old Dune? No, no, I haven't either. And you guys haven't seen the new one yet, right? No, right. So let's, let's watch them in reverse watch. order then. Let's 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 walk into something new that's current that we can stream that apparently shouldn't be streamed according to Ryan's French <laughs> connection. Denis Villeneuve. Can I ask you a question? Who or what is a Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> what? It is like what's he from? Why is he like famous? I don't know who he is, so he's not that famous. He's the star of Dune. I thought Idris Elba was in Dune. He is, and he's also Javier Bardem. And 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 right. so is uh, Aquaman, right? Yep. Okay, but Momoa. so is Timothy Chalamet, and okay. also he's Zatrananda or whatever her name is. I think he was in that movie that like call me your name, call me by my name, maybe. I, I, I never saw that. Okay, and then he's gonna be Willy Wonka in the new Willy Wonka movie. I haven't seen that either because it's not out yet. But I haven't even seen that he's going to be that. <laughs> but you've seen Willy Wonka, right? Not the new one. No. Wait, wait which no. which new one? I'm confused. <laughs> the one they haven't made yet. <laughs> Have you seen the original one? I've there's only one other Willy Wonka. There's also a movie called... called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No. Now wait, but but what you just said, you tried to make me sound stupid, but you couldn't because I said, Have you seen the other Willy Wonka movie? He's still Willy Wonka in both movies. I didn't say the title was Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. I think the Johnny Depp one is terrible. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And oh, hey, Pill. Yeah. You're not the only yeah. one. <laughs> hot Did, have hot you, take. Hey, hey, hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> are we, are we going to quote Tommy Boy in every episode now? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, could be good. Um, yeah. I don't recognize any of the movies he's been in. He was in Interstellar, but he was like a kid. Well, he's he's still he's really young. He was born in 1995. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty young. Yeah, I could have had him. He was that kid's that old. <laughs> you could have had him. Yes. Um, I mean, not with is what I was doing called, in 1995, but like is in he theory, by my name or whatever. Um, I'm not seeing it here, but that sounds familiar to me. So, oh yeah, call me by your name. Yes, 2017. Okay, gotcha. so I was in Lady Bird as well. We we are gonna watch the new Dune movie, and since none of us have seen it, uh, we don't need to guess what it's about, and we don't need to predict what it's about I sandworms. Think. But why don't we each? Well, wait. Why don't we each predict? We can all predict what it's about. Why Why don't we each predict what we think we will score it as? Well, hang on. I think we should. I think we need to guess what it's about a little bit. Because it might, 
give us a little more insight of what we should score this as. Because if I find out that you guys are like, oh, it's definitely a bunch of dirty faced Frenchmen, <laughs> I know where I'm going <laughs> to rank on it. Because I have no idea. I right? I don't. I think it's on a different planet. Um, okay. But I don't. I I think it's a futuristic sci-fi other planet type of is it epic fantasy story? Well, so you say fantasy, but you don't mean fantasy. You mean sci-fi. Well, except I think it's like. Uh, is it post-apocalyptic? No, I think it's like future. See, that's what I think it is. I think it's more like future ancient. You know what I mean? Like okay, yeah, o- old future times. Well, like Star yeah. Wars is. A- Galaxy yes, far, exactly. far away a long exactly. time ago. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So I think it's more like in the future, but there's still on this planet, like ancient, you know what I mean? Like that hybrid of like the old ways with like, we've got technology, but we don't know where it came from. Cause we've lost that knowledge kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I think it's more like water world without the water, like sand world. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> on, but I think, but I think it's earth and post-apocalyptic. Okay. Have you guys seen the movie Tremors? Yes. Yes. I think that's this movie. It's my wife's, that's my wife's favorite movie. That's my daughter's <laughs> favorite movie. <laughs> I mean, cool. there's sandworms. That's all you need to know. Wait, are there sandworms well, in Dune? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I would, I mean, no, I don't, I, I mean, see it's like, no, there's, are there? There's sandworms in the trailer. Star Wars. So. It's in the trailer. Okay. I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer. I, I've been trying to, I've been trying to protect myself from like finding Did, too much out. Who made the first one? It's not like someone. He also has a long name, right? I, from my my just like what's in my head, I I feel like the first movie was like made because the books were super popular, but not like to appeal to a wide audience that wasn't like already going to love it because of the book. Uh, it was David right. Lynch. Yeah. See, that's why I don't want to watch it also, because David Lynch, I just can't. Is he the Twin Peaks guy? Yes. Yeah. And have you ever watched Twin Peaks? Nope. Man, it's like, I, I liked it. I liked it for a while. By the time it's over, like, and I know there's a bunch of weird stuff with like, you know, he didn't get money and he, you know, fighting and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know if I am. It's the same as Wes Anderson. I don't know if I'm cool enough. Or smart enough to do David Lynch. So, two things. One, have, wait, real quick. Have you seen Lost Highway? Yes. Rick, we we gotta rein this in. That's him. That's this him. This was right? supposed to be a short episode. Go ahead. One, tie in to Beverly Hills Cop Two. Jurgen Prochnow is in this in Dune, the original Dune, the bad guy, German guy, who's the counterpart of the big blonde lady. Oh, okay. He's in Dune. Yeah. Also in the first one or this one? first one, Patrick Stewart's okay. also in the first one. And okay. I had another point and I forgot it. Okay. So David Lynch makes me think that like, I get why people don't love oh, it, but it's probably, it's probably made well. So when I was at seven seas getting this beer, I was drinking a beer. You got another, you got another one of those beers. <laughs> you mean that beer you got last week? Well, we didn't check in this beer, so, you know, it's so sour. I don't want to drink one enough for another for another. So I went to Seven Seas last week, and I got that sour ale, and we were sitting there listening to... I was sitting there drinking a beer, listening to two people talk about Dune, because Uh the the writer of the novels is from Tacoma, 
And so and it was coming out next week. Yeah, it's coming out next week, and they're talking about how they were talking about how the first one was shitty. Yeah. So uh, I feel like there's a whole undercurrent of this movie's shitty. You shouldn't watch it. About the new one, right? About the old one. But they're right. still. They were talking about how the old one was shitty and how the new one might be shitty, but they're still going to go see it. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. It's like it either could be good. Yeah. Or it could be terrible. Um, it, when is everyone going to watch this? I'm going to watch it this weekend. Okay. Can someone tell me, like, if they finish it before I do, that, like, go feel free to turn it off at 42 <laughs> minutes if it sucks real bad? No, you got to watch it like gone with it's, the wind. It's got to be. It's an assignment it's be super, now. It's probably, like, super long, mm, right? Probably. So Dune, the first Dune has a 45% of Rotten Tomatoes. Degrees. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two hours and 35 minutes. I guess I can power through. Okay. No Freddy. Okay. I'm going to take off. <laughs> Wait, we haven't checked our scores yet. Anyway, yeah. Check um, your scores. Okay, I have my score. Bill, what's your score going to be? I think I'm going to like it. I'm hoping it's good. I think I'm going to give it a 77. Okay. Right. I think it's going to be probably a little overhyped for me. I'm going to put it at a 62 on the meter. I think I'm going <laughs> to I think I'm going to like it a little bit. Um but after we were talking the desert might be a lot for me. Dirty faces. Uh I'm going to give it a I think I'm going to give it like a 31. Okay. Braveheart Braveheart range. Yeah, I kind of forget where it is. Where is Braveheart? I think you gave it a 33. Oh, I probably like it more than Braveheart. I'm going to bump it up to a 39. Oh, so the way I like uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah, well, just, you know what? No matter what the score is, I'm going to like it better than Braveheart. So that's where I'm That's where I'm at the Braveheart scale. So this, this already has an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, but this could just be like... Hype. Well, it didn't hype. suck. Yeah, right. it could just be the, the <laughs> people who saw it first hype. Like for a person coming in fresh with no idea what it's about, right. never read True. the book or see the movie, it's got it's got a higher, bigger hill to climb. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm interested. Like this will determine whether or not I want to go back and watch the first one, and whether or not I want to read the book. Right. Fair. Well, guys, okay. well, let's do I it. I think that wraps it up for it right this now. week. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We're on Instagram, MissEducationBill. We're on Twitter, MissEducationBill. And we're on email at MissEducationBill at gmail.com. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps at Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find the podcast. Uh, special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at WOATW.com. Gentlemen... We are done with spooky season. It's straight into the holidays. Good luck to everyone, and good night. night. Bye, Bill. Have you watched Half-Baked? you
Drink. 